live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. You are locked and loaded on Live from America with Jeremy Harrell. I love you all and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end, destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest up. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, one and all. Thank you so very much for joining us today and for staying tuned here on LFA TV from 9 a.m. until 6 p.m. Some people watch all day. Some people listen all day. But either way, whether it's Roku, Fire Stick, Rumble, the app, whatever, you are locked and loaded right here on LFA TV Live from America. And I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting from the Live Free or Die Granite state of New Hampshire. And folks, it is an honor and a pleasure to be here with you guys. It's a blessing, really, to do this job and to research the truth and to get it out there, to spread the gospel. There is no other network like LFA TV. Let your friends know. Share it out for the world. Otherwise, they're just going to get a bunch of Uh, Networks that lie to them and leave them depressed every time they watch. And that's not how we want you to be. We want you to be encouraged, inspired, maybe given a little guidance, maybe given a little bit of, uh, you know, inspiration to get out there and fight. Maybe you are, maybe you've been looking forward to do something for a long time and you just haven't had the guts to do it. Maybe you want to run for office. Maybe you want to get involved in your school board. Whatever it is, ladies and gentlemen, I have a feeling that once you watch, LFA TV for a couple months, you will be right into the game. So, folks, big shout-out to everybody. Big shout-out to Sean Farish. Thank you for such a great show on Govern this morning. His show is getting 10,000 views a day. Mike Crispy's show is growing. Everybody's show is growing, and that's because more and more people are uh, exposed to the truth, and they're hungry for the truth. And when you find it, you don't want to let go of it. Big shout-out to Rumble for doing a new upgrade in the chat. Everybody's got a little color to them. We're all colored people now. People of color, colored people. And by the way, folks, I do want to uh, bring to your attention, if, you are, uh, if you're watching for the first time today and you didn't watch Rise Up or you didn't watch Ungoverned, the chat has something different to it now. All right? The chat has something new to it now outside the color, and that is this. Let me show you. Go to the, uh, if you see my cursor here on the screen and you go up here and you click these little dots, it says enable slow chat or hide chat. If you want the chat to go slower, enable the slow chat. And I believe you have to do that every single time you watch a video. It does not carry over. So if you want the chat to slow down a little bit and you want to enjoy a little bit more of what the LFA family is saying, you can do that in there. I would like to go to this uh, cold open video today in which I got off Instagram. Now, this is uh, J.D. Vance. Now, J.D. Vance seems to be the only elected official inside Ohio that's saying anything about anything that's going on there. This video, however, is not going to allude to that. 
this video is showing one of J.D. Vance's, um, uh, now that he's uh, been elected uh, to, the, to, the, uh, to the Senate, uh, this, the great thing about Mr. Vance here is how he is absolutely grilling Joe Biden's nominee to be the FCC director, which would mean everything that we say online, on the phone, they could probably take away your electric company, uh, your, your, your ability to have electric uh, if you say the wrong thing. If this person is nominated the FCC director, but I love what J.D. Vance says to her here. Check this out, folks. This is great. Tweet with, with that, uh, that backdrop in mind. And I quote, President Obama is a raggedy black supremacist president and his cowardly enablers would rather kill everybody than stop killing white people. Do you think a person who said that should be appointed or confirmed to the FCC? Could you, could you read, re, I, I didn't quite get that. Could you just reread that, would you mind? President Obama yeah. is a raggedy black supremacist president and his cowardly enablers would rather kill everybody than stop killing white people. Do you think a person, yes or no, who says that should be appointed to the FCC? Just say no. I, re- I would need, need to know more of the context, honestly. Okay, okay. well, I, I think I clearly really a person who said that should not be appointed to the FCC. Okay. And in fact, you retweeted the exact same thing, only with President Trump instead of President Obama and the races reversed. Let me read another tweet, and let me ask you if this is an acceptable thing for an FCC commissioner. Angry black woman, not a good look, Judge Brown Jackson. Would a person who tweeted that pejoratively be deserving of the position that you're seeking? I think it has nothing to do with the position that they're seeking, so not, not necessarily. So I think that's, that's a... That's, I, that's I know I, I tweeted I, something I, about Judge on. Kavanaugh, right? I think that's preposterous. Come on. Uh, you tweeted at Judge Kavanaugh, angry white man, not a good look, Judge Kavanaugh. Now, here's why I think that it's relevant. We live in a country that's very diverse. People come from very different backgrounds. And one of the things that preserves what little racial comedy and harmony we have in this country is that our leaders don't use that racial comedy and harmony like a toddler who discovered their daddy's gun. You talk about racial issues in a way that will inflame the very worst things in our country. And I fear that if you're given this position of authority, you will use that authority to continue to inflame and to continue potentially even to censor based on some of these ideas. Now, I want to. And that's what I love about uh, J.D. Vance and people like him. He actually drills down to the heart of the problem. The heart of the problem is censorship, lies and hypocrite um, hypocrisy. Because not he, he did something a little different there. He didn't take their former or past tweets and use them against her. He used people who are clearly saying very, very derogatory and divisive statements. And he is equating them to her saying the same exact things just about another person. Take out Barack Obama, insert Donald Trump. And you said those same exact things. So that means that you should not be appointed to the head of the FCC. What a great way to, uh, to show the hypocrisy of the left. Good on you, J.D. Vance. Now, Laterer is in the chat, and she says she is a representative of East Palestine, Ohio, or she or he. I don't know if Laterer is a he or she. I forget sometimes. Now, I'm glad that we have the... The, uh, the chat thread looking the way it does now. You can see so many faces. Um, but that uh, town hall meeting that, uh, was canceled last night because Norfolk Southern canceled it. They did not want to show up. 
They don't want to answer to the town folk. They don't want to answer to the people there. No, 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 no. They don't want anything to do with that. Now, the people had a, the people had an opportunity uh, to speak from what I hear, but later it says that NS canceled. That doesn't surprise me. Yes, somebody should. Somebody mentioned the other day the movie White Noise on Netflix. It's about a train derailing with chemicals in it. Yeah, that movie just happens to be out right before this happens. Isn't that crazy? Anyway, folks, I want to go to uh, before we got to get started today. So I want to get right to it. But before we do, I want to thank the following individuals for donating on JeremyHarrell.com. Without you, LFA doesn't exist. All the sponsors are great, but they don't add up to what you guys uh, give to the show and fund to the show. And we've already had a few rumble rants this morning. So thank you, Jackie Carly. Thank you so much. Nicole Martin. God bless you. And thank you for your monthly donation. Some of these are five bucks. Some of these are 25 bucks. But even five bucks uh, uh, helps when there's 500 people who do it. Amen. Sandra Holtz, thank you very much. Ruth Miller, God bless you. Tammy Kobashop, Michael Weed, Jeff Richardson, thank you, man. Kristen Hecker, thank you so very much. Nancy McHenry, Kimberly Holiday, thank you. Joanna Draley, thank you. LFA TV work does not work without your help. Gina Harris, thank you. Tamara Lehman, thank you. Karen Hamill, Linda Majaya. Not only did Linda Majaya uh, donate monthly, but she also helped out uh, the other night and gave money for me and Sabrina to go out for dinner, as so many other people did too. Julie Brunswick, John Raish, and Michelle Aguilar, thank you very much for your monthly donations. Now, I have to admit something to you. One person alone donated $100 for me and Sabrina to go out the other night for Valentine's Day which I thank you so very much. We have our own income. Uh, we definitely, we're going to do that anyway. Um, and somebody donated $100 and said, take your lovely wife out. And more people did too. I ended up being like $300 altogether. And I do have to admit something. I only spent $87 on dinner. I only spent $87 on dinner. I have a hard time spending money. I don't like to spend money at all, um, like ever. So <laughs> it's very hard for me. Uh, to want to spend $300 on dinner, and I just don't see the need for that. Uh, so somebody you did donate for me to take Sabrina out, uh, I hope it's okay that I take her out again some another time And uh, because I, I, I just have a hard time, you know, spending that much money on one dinner unless taking the whole family out. So I do want to thank you, but I had to admit that. Uh, let's go to the verse of the day. Guys, get right to that. We had a great rise up this morning. Verse of the day comes from Ecclesiastes, and we titled today's verse, Your Word Defines Everything About You. Your word. And remember that the universe was created with spoken word. Word is very powerful, for folks. Very, very powerful. Okay? Uh, <laughs> yes. Thank you to all those donated in the Slurp Fund. Uh, $25 from Tim. God bless you. $50 from Lisa. And uh, $5 from Sundog. You guys are the greatest. Thank you very much. All right. Here we go. Ecclesiastes 5, 4, and 7. Four through seven. When you vow to vow to when you vow a vow to God, do not delay paying it, for he has no pleasure in fools. Pay what you vow. It is better that you should not vow than that you should vow and not pay. Let not your mouth lead you into sin. Word is first, folks. Word is always before action. And do not say before the messenger that it was a mistake. Why should why should God be angry at your voice 
and destroy the work of your hands? For when dreams increase and words grow many, there is vanity. But God is the one you must fear. Now, folks, listen closely, okay? The Bible tells us to never make a promise. Never swear to God. Never try to make somebody believe your words by adding something to them in order to get them to believe you. Your word is your word. If you say yes, let it be. If you say yes, I will do that for you, then it should never have to be followed up with a promise to do so. So many people ask others, do you swear on your mother's grave when they want to be assured of your commitment? That should not be followed by any other answer than you already gave. God says there is no need to do that. If you say you're going to do something, then do it. I made a vow to God in 2016 that I would stop using his name in vain. Since then, I've used it five times. I felt so guilty each one of those times and I went, that I went back on my vow to God and I repented for each and every one. Making a vow to God and not following through with it is one of the worst things that you can do. It's a huge slap in his face. It's better to not make a vow and just try to be better than to make a vow and go back on it because you were too weak to fulfill it. God is counting on you when you make a vow to him. That is a commitment to him that you have made. And to not honor that contract is lethal. People do not understand the power of spoken word. God used word to create the entire universe that you live in. No action can ever be done without spoken word that precede them. From now on, let your word be enough. Don't make promises and don't swear by God's name to make somebody feel better about trusting you. If you always do what you say you're going to do, then there's never a need to do this. If you said that you're going to quit smoking, then quit. It's as easy as, just say, as I just said it. If you said that you're going to start spending more time with God, then do it. It's that easy. Thank you, Jesus, for these wise words of Solomon. And we appreciate the wisdom passed down through your word in your holy name. Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we all pray, amen. Folks, I see you guys really popping off in the chat. I hope uh, the uh, enable the slow chat actually helped a little bit. What I found is it doesn't really go that much slower, but what it doesn't do is do massive chunks at one time to try to catch up. I think that was their first attempt to do so. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, now that we're all colored people in the comments or people of color, like there's a difference. Now that we've said the Lord's Prayer, now that we've asked for forgiveness, now that we've asked for a blessing, I'm going to need you to all reach down. Click that little thumbs up button. If you've not done so, then you're not doing your job. Also, share, 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 okay? Share out to all your social media platforms. Let's hit 5,000. If we can't do it, then we've got some work to do. Here we go, folks. First and foremost section, lift up your rise up coffee. Join me in our first slurp of the day. Mm -mm. Here we go. Seymour Hirsch. Seymour Hirsch, the man that put out the report that validated everything that we've been reporting here on Live from America and since it happened, Seymour Hirsch, the man speaking out and speaking up against the mainstream media who is trying to discredit him, 
because of the report that he put out that Joe Biden blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. Now, I told you, and I even proved to you that Joe Biden said he was going to do it. I don't know how much more proof that you need or do, does a person need that Joe Biden blew up the pipeline. He said he was going to do it. He told you when he was going to do it, and then he did it. Why is it so hard to believe that the United States of America is trying to go to war with Russia? All you have to do is look at all the money that they keep giving the Ukraine. All you have to see, look and see is all of the weapons and the machinery and the tanks and the weapons of mass destruction, if you ask me, that are given to Ukraine after Russia said, cut it out. You're going to cause a nuclear war. If you keep it up, they kept it up. What more proof do you need? Now, Seymour Hersh is speaking up against the mainstream media, specifically the, uh, the New York Times, because they're such liars, and the Washington Post. The New York Times and the WAPO are probably the biggest enemies of the people in this country. Writing on his Substack page, Nord Stream reporter, Seymour Hersh slammed the New York Times and the Washington Post for refusing to run a word about the pipeline story, calling for a full investigation, and it's been ignored by the U.S. media. And Seymour Hersh is not happy about it. I wouldn't be happy about it either. He's also going, um, going off against the people that are trying to discredit him about this. Now, the real part of this video that I'm about to show you comes at one minute and seven seconds into this video. But I cannot play you from just one minute and seven seconds into this video without giving you the beginning of this video because you have to understand exactly what I'm talking about here. And if you're late to the game, I apologize. Meaning if you've not been keeping up on this story, then you've not been watching LFA because we've been on this since day one where nobody else will. And I'm not saying just me. Crispy's been on it. Farish has been on it. Anna's been on it. Isabella's been on it. I know Kevin's been on it. Man in America has been talking about it as well. Let's go to the video and then we'll come back a couple minutes after you guys see exactly what the heck is going on. Somebody said, wow, who hit the thumbs down? We usually get about 13 or 14 thumbs down every day on our videos, but that's okay. It still uh, counts as a rumble. <laughs> Morons. Roll the footage. Peace report. I'm Amy Goodman in New York, joined by Democracy Now! co-host Juan Gonzalez in Chicago. Hi, Juan. Hi, Amy, and welcome to all of our listeners and viewers across the country and around the world. Well, we begin today's show with the legendary Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist Seymour Hersh. In 1970, he won the prize for his reporting for the Dispatch News Service on the My Lai Massacre, when the U.S. slaughtered more than 500 Vietnamese women, children and old men on March 16, 1968. His reporting in The New York Times on CIA spying on anti-war activists during the Vietnam War era helped lead to the formation of the Church Committee which led to major reforms of the intelligence community. In 2004, in the pages of The New Yorker magazine, Cy Hirsch exposed the Abu Ghraib prisoner abuse scandal in Iraq. Well, last week, he published another bombshell report, but this time on his new Substack page. The piece was headlined, How America Took Out the Nord Stream Pipeline. It looks at one of the great mysteries of the past year. Who was behind the bombing of the Nord Stream pipelines, which were built to carry natural gas from Russia to Europe? 
The pipelines were severely damaged last September in a series of underwater explosions in the Baltic Sea. In his new piece, Cy Hirsch cites an unnamed source who says the sabotage was carried out by the U.S. Navy, which planted remotely triggered explosives during NATO exercises last September. Hirsch reports the Biden administration began planning the act of sabotage in December 2021, two months before Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Here we go. On February 7th. 2022, President Biden held a joint news conference with German Chancellor Olaf Scholz, and Biden brought up the future of the Nord Stream pipeline. Here it is. Invades. Uh, that means tanks or troops crossing the, uh, the, the border of Ukraine uh, again. Then uh, there will be uh, we there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2. We, we will bring an end to it. What do you, what, how will you, how will you do that exactly, since the project and control of the project is within Germany's control? We will, uh, I promise you, we'll be able to do it. I'll promise you we'll be able to do that. Well, Cy Hirsch reports U.S. Navy divers planted remotely triggered explosives on the pipelines in June while NATO was conducting military exercises in the area. He reports the divers were all members of the Navy and not members of America's Special Operations Command, whose covert operations must be reported to Congress. Then, on September 25, 2022, a Norwegian surveillance plane dropped a sonar buoy, which triggered the C-4 explosives that had been placed on the pipeline. Soon after the explosion, the United States strongly suggested Russia was behind blowing up its own pipeline. This is National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan responding to a question at a White House press briefing. In his speech this morning, the president called the Nord Stream pipeline attacks, uh, quote, a deliberate act of sabotage. And he said, now the Russians are pumping out misinformation and lies about it. Should we take that to mean that the U.S. now believes that Russia was likely responsible for this act of sabotage? Well, first, Russia has done what it frequently does when it is responsible for something, which is make accusations that it was really someone else who did it. We've seen this repeatedly over time. But the president was also clear today that there is more work to do on the investigation before the United States government is prepared to make an attribution in this case. All right, there you go. Joe Biden blew up the pipeline, said he was going to do it, said when he would do it, said what would cause him to do it, then did it. It's that simple. The United States of America blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. The United States of America's government, our uh, non-elected officials that stole the power that they have, they are doing everything they can to get us into World War III. This was supposed to happen in 2016. Donald Trump threw a big wrench into their plans. They had no idea that Trump could actually beat Hillary. They did not have the massive uh, election scheme to steal the election in place because they didn't think they need it, needed it. They knew what they had to do to get Trump out. They knew what they had to do to get themselves back on the 2030 agenda. The 2030 agenda is World War III. World War III will destabilize every major country in this world. It will completely destroy the dollar. BRICS will take over. The United States will no longer be the superpower. The superpower will be the one world government, the one world order that is being pushed by NATO, that is being pushed by the UN, that is being pushed by the WEC and the WEF. They want war. They want world war because the only way to destroy the America, the United States of America 
is World War. And it's always Russia, 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 Trump, Russia, 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 Russia. I'm going to tell you right now who the most badass men on the planet are right now. And the most badass men on the planet right now are Donald J. Trump and Vladimir Putin. And if you want to disagree with that, go ahead. But those two men are probably the most alpha men in the world when it comes to superpowers. And those two men had no reason and had no want or desire for a world war. And Putin kept saying, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. Stop with the biolabs. Stop with the bull. Stop with the lying. Stop with the covert operations. Stop pointing your finger at somebody else when you're doing it. We're getting sick of it. It's going to go nuclear. Cut it out. He kept warning and warning and warning and warning. And the only time that you never heard these warnings from Putin was when Trump was office was in office. The only time that you never heard Putin talk about nuclear war was when Trump was in office. Now, Putin made a statement about three years ago where he said, I've lived through many, many presidents. And what I can tell you is, is that everybody says a good game, but when they get in there, they do something completely different. They are puppeted. They are controlled. The one man who wasn't was Trump. That's all you need to know. Our government is bad. I'm not saying Russia's government is good, and I'm not saying Putin is good. What I'm saying is these two men knew what the world was trying to do. These two men knew about the World War III that was about uh, that they were trying to start. These two men knew everything about the global world order, and these two men knew exactly who's at play and who's doing it. And I can tell you, it's Barack Obama. It is Joe Biden, for what he knows anyway. It is Sally uh, Sally. Uh, whatever her name is. It's Susan Rice. Uh, it is, um, it is uh, Clapper. It is the entire Obama and Biden administration working in conjunction with these scumbag losers overseas. And it is high time that the United States of America, we the people, get our Adam Schiff together and start knocking on that door a hell of a lot louder than we're knocking on it right now. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the first and foremost section. I need a drink. Now, some scumbag, woke-tard loser is going to watch this later. And the first thing is they're going to say is, I never trust anybody who's flailing his arms and wearing a hat to get my news. To them people, I say this. I'm a loser. You're a loser. I'm a loser. The biggest loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. Until you guys can get this through your heads, you're not going to understand how incredibly corrupt the United States government is. And if you don't understand how incredible, uh, incredibly corrupt the United States government is, and you don't understand what we should do to them, I suggest that you go back and not only read the Bible, but read the Constitution, read the Bill of Rights, read the Federalist Papers, read all of our founding documents, because it tells us exactly what we should do when we get to this point. It tells us exactly what we should do. Moving on. Another massive fire breaks out in Kissimmee, Florida at a plastic warehouse that stores plastic uh, plant pots. Flames went two stories high and residents with breathing issues are told to stay inside. Chemical attacks, Bioweapon attacks. Trains derailing everywhere. Everything exploding. Everything burning. Carcinogens going into the air. Stay home, stay home, stay home. 
remind you of anything before? Does it remind you of the lockdowns? Does it remind you of everybody's not, now you're going to, they conditioned you to just put a surgical mask on your face. The next thing that they're going to do is they're going to say that everybody's required to have a gas mask and everybody should stay inside. And you're not going to get any food unless we deliver it to you. You're not going to get any amenities unless they're delivered to you. Everybody stay inside. Nobody go outside unless you have a gas mask on. Can anybody say gas lighting? You don't believe we're being attacked? Okay. Okay. Massive fire broke out at, uh, out at uh, Kissimmee, Florida Nursery Supplies Warehouse yesterday. Approximately two acres of plastic planters were set ablaze before spreading to five acres. Local citizens with breathing disorders are told to stay inside. Yeah, stay inside because the air that you're breathing in the house is completely different than the air that's outside and none of it goes in and out. Stay inside. Kill yourself. 4,168 people watching. Let's keep it going. And if you've not liked the video yet, you've not done your job. Firefighters are working to protect a nursery in Kissimmee after a massive fire near nearby broke out. According to... Um, uh, Osceola fire officials, Osceola fire officials, a call came in around 2 a.m. about a fire burning behind Nursery Supplies, Inc. at 2050 Avenue A. Officials said that two acres of plastic planters were ablaze before it spread uh, and over doubled that and went to five acres. The nursery itself is not on fire, but it was evacuated because workers were inside. The flames were reportedly two stories high, I believe... Thank you, Clee Sully. God bless you. I really appreciate the $100 donation for the Rumble Rants. They go towards keeping our, our wonderful producer here, and I don't know how I'd do the show without him these days. i got to be honest with you. Uh, we have video footage of, these, of this fire that, we're at, that was two stories high. Let's go there now. So here's the, fi- here's the video without audio. There it is, folks. Massive. Massive. You mean to tell me that everything that we're watching is just, you know, coincidence? It's... Isn't it ironic, don't you think? A little too ironic. Yeah, I really do think. It's like Ray Yane. Remember that song? It's a, little, it's a little too ironic, isn't it? We've got over 200 food processing plants that have burned up and been destroyed. We have trains derailing every day. We have illegal aliens coming over our southern borders and fake aliens flying in our airspace above. We've got our United States government constantly, constantly attacking we the people with something else, isn't it? The only way that you can take down the United States of America is by what the Japanese said during world wars. And they said this. Um, Thank you, Patriot Donnie. Patriot Donnie has donated $1,000 now to give to Palestine residents. I don't know where to donate that to, Donnie. Um, I don't know how to get it to a specific person. Nobody has reached out and said, I'm a Palestine resident. I need this money. Uh, So you guys may have to help me out on that one, okay? But the Japanese said that you cannot take, um, take America down because there is a person behind every blade of grass with a gun. The only way to take America down is from the inside out. Isn't it ironic? And now, hold on, folks, we're not done. Now, there's reports of massive explosion happening in Mission, Texas. It's being investigated by multiple agencies after a meteor was spotted in the area. 
from UFOs to explosions to chemical attacks to media. Meteors, I mean. There's a picture of the meteor that was taken. It was taken by many people before massive explosions were heard. And now many agencies are doing an investigation to find out what the meteor hit. Hidalgo County Sheriff Eddie Guerra, Guerra, excuse me, was alerted by federal colleagues that Houston Air Traffic Control received reports from two aircrafts claiming they witnessed a meteor west of McAllen. Now, I've been to McAllen, Texas. Really? Now we have meteors? Quote, was informed by my federal partners that Houston Air Traffic Control received reports from two aircrafts saying they saw meteorites west of McAllen. Where the exact point of impact is unknown. Really? Really? Where the exact point of impact of a freaking meteorite is unknown. It's unknown. Okay. (laughs) All right. Unknown. No reports of any damage in that area have been received. But it was a meteorite. Eli, what do you think? He says, yeah, yeah, anything's possible today. 4,200 people watching. Let's keep sharing, folks. Jonathan Flores, chief of police, said they heard a loud explosion, but the origin, origin of the explosion is yet unknown. They mentioned they had received several phone calls. Quote, I don't know. I, I, I do know it's widespread, but I don't know what it is. There are multiple cities receiving the same call. I was notified by federal authorities. Oh, by federal authorities. Well, there you go. <laughs> As well as, uh, as well with same information, the Michigan, or excuse me, the Mission Police Department received over a hundred calls regarding a loud explosion, and as a result, many homes shook in a violent manner. But we can't find the destruction. <laughs> Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> Buckbuster, maybe you're right. Maybe it was that missile they lost. Could it be? Well, all I know, folks, is all this talk of meteorites and aliens and chemicals and explosions and derailings and EMPs and balloons and all this other stuff. I know one thing. You better get yourself some four patriots right now. As these meteorites (laughs) are attacking us, you never know when your power is going to be shut off, right? Or shut down or destroyed. Folks, go to fourpatriots.com slash LFA or just go to fourpatriots.com and use the uh, promo code LFA because I'll tell you what, you're going to want some survival food. You're going to want a way to generate power yourself. You're going to want emergency and, 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 and stored water. You're going to need this stuff, folks. You're going to need seeds for replanting. Hey, we might be the greatest generation on earth because we might have to repopulate this earth. You never know. That's a scary thought, but hey, if that's us, then you know what? We might need to repopulate. Look at that. Solar radios, solar fla- uh, flashlights, solar panels, solar power, solar cookers. All of this stuff you can get at 4patriots.com, folks. So many of you have done it. Go there now, 4patriots.com. And by the way, we should be spending money with our sponsors anyway. Moving on. The FBI has now searched and is in the process of searching the University of Delaware. Why? For more classified Biden documents. 
for more classified Biden documents. Uh, I'm doing everything I can. I'm, 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 I'm doing whatever I can. I'm, I'm cooperating. I'm, 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 I'm. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international effort to pressure. FBI agents searched the University of Delaware at least twice in connection with the investigation into Joe Biden's stolen classified documents. The FBI searched the University of Delaware with the consent of Joe Biden's lawyers in recent weeks. Now, here's the thing. Do you guys know what Joe Biden in the University of Delaware was hiding? All of the information, all of the allegations that Joe Biden actually sexually assaulted people. Do you remember? Oh, we can't get that. It's archived at the University of Delaware. Look, I'm in Delaware. FBI agents seized materials from two university locations. That means more stolen classified documents. You know, they need to have everything they can when they throw his old decrepit sharding butt under the bus. The FBI has conducted the two searches with the U.S., uh, the University of Delaware in connection with the investigation into Joe Biden's handling of classified documents. Previously undisclosed searches were conducted in recent weeks with the consent and the cooperation of Joe Biden's legal team. Yay, that makes it better. Long story short, Hey, uh, Congress, let's get to step and start, impre- start, uh, start impeaching. Yes, Lauren Cole got it. Wayne's World reference. Look, I'm in Delaware. Boy, you got uh, to be in your 40s to understand that one or older, right? Folks, we're up to 4,200 people watching on Rumble. I want to thank each and every one of you. And please, please, please like the video. Now, speaking of train wrecks, let's get to Nikki Haley. <laughs> Good segue, right? How do you like that segue, Sean and Kevin? You ain't got me beat on the segue game. Speaking of train wrecks, let's go to Nikki Haley. She was on another train wreck of a show last night, Sean Hannity, both rhino losers. But let's go. I I thought this was interesting when I saw this this morning, and I wanted to play it for you. Listen to what she says. Take the country with your competitors. Uh, Right now, there's there's former President Trump is the only other candidate uh, for the nomination. We expect many others, maybe even Mike Pompeo, who was on earlier in the program today. Where do you see, if you see, policy differences beyond what you mentioned, which are generational differences? What what specific policy areas would you would you say part with Donald Trump? What I am saying is I don't kick sideways. I'm kicking forward. Joe Biden is the president. He's the one I'm running against. And what I'm saying is you don't have to be 80 years old to be president. We don't need to have these same people going back again. We need something new. We need a new generation of fighters. We need people that understand whether you're American, your average American is coming from, and we shouldn't be afraid to fight for that. And that's what I'm willing to do. I'm not going to kick sideways. I don't have time for that. That's not my focus. I'm kicking forward. It's all about Joe Biden and it's all about the people in America winning again. And that Well, Nikki Haley, if you were to kick sideways, I could promise you you would not hit Donald Trump because he's so many miles ahead of you, you can't even see his amazing hair and his orange skin, number one. If you were to kick sideways, you would more than likely kick the leg of flimsy Lindsey Graham or somebody like Mark Levin or Sean Hannity, number one. Number two, you don't have to be 80 years old to be the president. No, but you should have four, uh, four to, you should have some, what do we want to say? You should have some patriotism, number one. You should have a brain, number two. You should have some testicular fortitude, number three. You should always be MAGA, number four. And if your name isn't Donald J. Trump, shut the hell up and get out of the race. 
She says that you need an everyday average American to represent you. Really, Nikki Haley? Because Nikki Haley's worth $2 million. How many of you are worth $2 million? I'm not worth $2 million. I consider myself a regular, average, everyday American, right? We need to send somebody who's an everyday, average American that represents the actual will of the people. Are any of you worth $2 million? Now, I'm not saying that you can't be an everyday, average American and have money, right? But a majority of people with that kind of money are not everyday, average Americans. Average Americans don't have millions of dollars. Nikki Haley is reported to be worth an estimated $2 million. I wouldn't consider her average. I'd consider her, maybe she's an American, but she is a rich American. Definitely not an average American. Do you have $2 million? I don't. But here's the thing. How is Nikki Haley ever expect to do anything in the way of running for a president when she can't even crack 2,000 live viewers. Folks, we have, du- we have over double the viewership on Rumble alone than Nikki Haley had watching her big presidential campaign announcement. She couldn't even crack 2,000 live viewers. We have 43, 4,400 watching on Rumble alone. That means that I should run for president. I can at least get that. Now, we know that Nikki Haley isn't running because she thinks she's going to beat Donald Trump. She's running because she hopes to be a vice president or she hopes to be picked in some kind of a cabinet position. But one thing is for sure, it's Nikki Haley running for president puts a big damper in Ron DeSantis's game because he, she will automatically siphon off at least, at least 20%, I say 40% of Ron DeSantis's vote. How about you? What do you think? Let's pull up the Rumble chat. Let's see what the Rumble chat thinks about Nikki Haley. And let's see what they think about her running for president. Nikki wouldn't be able to fight for people like Trump. Amen. Rhinos are globalists. Yes, they are. I think a woman president would be fine. Who said that? Hold on. Let me go back. I think a woman president would be fine, but it must be the right one. Yeah, I I agree. I agree with that. I agree with that. You should, Jeremy. (laughs) No, no, thanks. Uh, We are wasting breath even talking about loser Nikki. Well, we're not really wasting breath because we understand that her putting a big damper in Ron DeSantis' run is huge. That's what we really need to be focusing on here. But she is a train wreck regardless. I have $100 billion in, in, in my Dems fantasy. Hey, I'm richer than all of them in heaven, I can tell you that. Don't like Nikki. Trump not done yet. I would vote for you in a heartbeat, Jeremy. Well, thank you very much. She's the pits. I can't stand her voice. Neither can I. She has no hope. Nope. 20% of Rhino vote for sure. Exactly. Trash spewed from a trash can, says Dr. Swass Norton, folks. I don't think she can get 40%. No, I'm not saying 40% of the vote. I'm saying 40% of the people that would vote for Ron DeSantis would vote for her. That's what I believe. She splits the Rhino vote big time. Big time. Minimum 20%. Not of the total vote, of the Rhino vote. That's what I'm talking about. Trump would drop kick her campaign. <laughs> my worth is 215,000 for my part of the national deficit. There you go. There you go. That's a good one right there. That's a good one. She doesn't stand a chance. No, she does not. And she opposed Trump's wall. Yes, she did. She also thinks that the uh, Joe Biden was elected fairly. Fairly. She's a loser. She's a loser, and she doesn't, she's not what she appears to be. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, what do we got here? We're 44 minutes past the hour. All right, I've got a lot to get to, so let me go ahead and uh, highlight another sponsor here real quick. It's just Goldco. Uh, Goldco's been longer than been here longer than anybody, folks. Goldco's been here longer than Field of Greens. Goldco has been here from the beginning, so let's show them some love, at least by giving them a call and talking to them. You may not want to, uh, you know, take your money out of a 401k or an IRA. You may wanna, might, want, might not want to be... Um, you know, fined for doing so, but I can tell you this, the, uh, the fee that you'll get fined for, for taking your money out early is a lot less than what the government's going to take as it continues to get us into World War III. So if Gold Co. is something you might have been thinking about, you say, you know what, maybe I do want my money in more of a secure place. It doesn't have to be gold. Gold Co. is the business. It could also be silver. It could be plated. It could be copper. It could be a lot of, it could be an array of different uh, precious metals. But either way, it's going to be a lot more safe there than it is in the bank. So they are a proud sponsor of LFA. Let's be proud recipients of their sponsorship by giving them a call at 855-559-3433 or go to goldco.com slash live, L-I-V-E slash live and uh, give them a call today, and they'll give you a free gold IRA kit just for uh, signing up with them, okay? All right, moving on. We've got another train derailment, folks. This is why I told you none of this is by accident. Another train derailment. Now, this one didn't spill chemicals, but it is a breakdown of our infrastructure. And when our federal government is allowing the breakdown of our infrastructure to happen, especially after they passed a multi-billion dollar infrastructure deal, then uh, Bill, then ladies and gentlemen, you must know that all of this is done on purpose. If it's not done on purpose, it's allowed to happen on purpose. The destruction of our infrastructure is allowed to happen on purpose. Thanks to Pete Booty Plug and Joe Biden. Now, Crews are on the scene in Van Buren Township after a train derails and at least six cars are off the track. Van Buren, Michigan, six cars off the track. I do have a video, I believe, for this. We've helped Ah, we don't want that. Thousands. That's not the video. That's an, that's, let's go to the video. There we go. All right, here we go. Check this out, folks. Is that it? No sound? Okay, here we go. There's the train derailment right there. Six cars. One, two, three, four, five, six, possibly seven. This is Van Buren, Michigan that you're looking at here, folks. So you have to ask yourself. You have to ask yourself this serious question. If you did not believe that we were under attack before, the 200 food processing plants, the multiple train derailments day after day after day after day after day, the constant problems that pile up and, and they are the same. Do you really think that this is all coincidence, folks? It can't possibly be. It is not mathematically possible for this many coincidences. Okay? Now, part of that train, um, I wouldn't say protest, but when the trains, when the unions were scaling back and picketing and and saying, no, we're not going to go to work, and they were on strike. Most of what they wanted was infrastructure change. Most of what they wanted was not only infrastructure change, but it was safety protocols. And it was updating our very weak infrastructure of our railroads. And Joe Biden stepped in and said, no, 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 no. You're going to do this, and you're going to do it now, or else we're going to take over everything. We made them. Agree. And this is what you get. This is what you get when you have a man who stole the presidency, ladies and gentlemen. You get a destruction of our country. So that happened in Van Buren, Michigan. 
And I just had to report on that. There's not really much more for me to to uh, report on now for that. So I'm going to move on. You know that Joe Biden is also, at, the Democrats are in a full scale. All these shootings that you're seeing happen. Do you ever notice that when a Democrat is in there, we're talking about coincidences, right? And all of these massive tragedies happening one after another. Folks, these school shootings and these mass shootings, they're not organic. They're not. I'm not saying all of them aren't or are. But what I'm saying is when Democrats are in charge, all you see is mass shootings over and over and over and over again. So it's either strategically planned and put in place by Democrats, which I do not, uh, I would not be shocked at because I would not be shocked if they were really behind the 9-11 stuff either. But if it's not that, then it's that, then that means that the world is depressed and, and literally going crazy under Democrat rule because of Democrat policy. One way or another, all these school shootings that happened are also not a coincidence. And they use these as a, as a tool to push their agenda to take guns. Now, Joe Biden put out a video recently that I want you to see. And then we're going to talk about what this dad, who is very upset at Joe Biden for using his daughter, using his daughter to push a narrative. Let's go to the video now. It was five years ago. I know it seemed like yesterday to many of you. Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida. We continue to mourn the 14 students who had their whole lives ahead of them and the three educators who showed until the end that teaching and coaching isn't what they do, it's who they are. You know, to the survivors who carry the trauma, to the families who lost a piece of their soul, I have some idea how hard it is today. It brings us all back, everybody back, just like you heard the news a moment ago. But what I admire most about all of you is how you found purpose through your pain. The world has already seen how strong you are, how resilient you are, and how giving you are. Whether it's organizing nationwide marches or using your own voices, you've helped me take more executive actions to reduce gun violence than any of my predecessors at this point in the presidencies. We've reined in ghost guns, cracked down on gun All right, I can't stand it. Increase I can't stand it. Do you notice he's doing the same videos that Trump does now? You notice how Trump always did those videos where he'd have different camera views on him and he would talk to the people? Biden's never done that. He's doing it now. He, they're try, they they want to be like Trump so bad. I don't want to play any more of the video, but the reason why I wanted to start playing that video was in that video, he used a father's daughter as a, as a tool or as a crutch to push his gun-grabbing agenda, and the father of this daughter was not happy at all. All in a scathing Twitter post responding to Biden's statement, Ryan Petty did not hold back. Can we go to that? We got that? Uh, yeah, that might be, is that it? Well, I guess we'll use it right here. This is probably the best place to show it. So here we go. This is Ryan Petty. This is the father of one of the daughters that was killed in that, vo- in that school. And he says, don't use my daughter's death to advance your political agenda. Because of your politicized FBI, failed Obama-era school discipline policies, and a sheriff that cared more about his own image in the community than enforcing the law. A maniac was allowed to attack a school. Try again. And this was uh, Joe Biden's tweet. When he said five years ago, a gunman act, and this was the video. It was the, the video that the man responded to. So Ryan Petty was the father of that daughter. Oh, oh, can we pull this over? There it is right there. There it is right there. Don't use my daughter's death to advance your political agenda. 
exactly right. I would be so pissed if I was this father. I'd be so, 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 so pissed. The way the, the lengths that these people go go through to push their agenda is absolutely sickening. Absolutely sickening. Now, I, I've only got a few minutes left. I want to give, um, I want to go ahead. I'm not going to play the, uh, the whole thing. I'm just going to go ahead and, and, and play the music. Can we play the music for, uh, for Josh Hawley real quick here? Josh Hawley, ladies and gentlemen, is going to get the Smarty Award of the Day today. Josh Hawley gets, the, uh, Senator Josh Hawley gets the Smarty Award of the Day today because he's introduced a bill to ban social media for children under 16 years old. How many of you think that's a great idea? How many of you want to ban social media for children under 16 years of age? Would this stop all children? No, they'd lie, they'd get on, but this is a good precedent to set. And I want to give Josh Hawley the Smarty Award of the Day because this bill is called the Making Age Verification Technology Uniform. Um, this bill called the Making Age Verification Technology Uniform, uh, robust and effective. It's called the Mature Act, M-A-T-U-R, Making Age Verification Technology Uniform Robust Effective Act. It would require platforms to verify that a user is of 16 years of age before even allowing them to create an account. He said, children suffer every day from the effects of social media. At best, big tech companies are neglecting our children's health and monetizing their personal information. At worst, they are complicit in their exploitation and manipulation. It's time to give parents the weapons they need to strike back, Senator Hawley said in a statement. Amen. Best bill outside of term limits that I've seen put forward. God bless you, sir. God bless you, sir. Now, we're going to take a drive through Numbnut City real quick, and I'm going to show you a series of three different videos, okay? Well, first is an audio. First is an audio that you need to hear coming from Chris Cuomo. When Chris Cuomo was fired by CNN, there was some audio that was never put out. That audio has now been leaked. I want you to listen to what Chris Cuomo says after he was fired from CNN. That I had to accept because I was going to kill everybody, uh, including myself. Things can consume you. Italians are so passionate. And I really had to fight against that because, you know, just like you did, I got too many people counting on me. I've got too many key people counting on me, said Chris Cuomo. When I first heard the news that I was fired, I was going to kill everybody and myself. And yet now he's working for another news company and they continue to push his lying scumbag, pedophile, sexually assaulting families lies on the public. The man is a danger to people around him and himself. He said he was going to kill everybody and himself. Here we go again. Accepted. I had to accept because I was going to kill everybody. Uh, including myself. Things can consume you. Italians are so passionate. And I really had to fight against that because, you know, just like you did, I got too many people counting on me. Oh, Italians are so passionate. Shut up, Brother Fredo. Shut up, Brother Fredo. Look, if Senator Josh Hawley gets the Smarty Award, then you, my friend, (laughs) get the dumb, dumb award of the day. I was going to kill myself. Oh, I was going to kill myself and everybody around me. Uh. Meanwhile, he's pushed on another platform. Welcome to Numbnut City. Oh, don't worry, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to stay in Numbnut City for a little bit. Because, yes, you've looked off your right and you've seen Chris Cuomo. Let's look off our left and what? let's watch uh, uh, this video of Adam Schiffhead Schiff. He's so happy. He's now running for Den- Di- Diane Feinstein's Senate seat. And Adam Schiff posted this last night. He's so happy. He goes, wow, just wow. 
the overpouring of Democrats coming out to support me for running for Senate is bigger than I expected. There's a hundred people there, folks. Check this out. Look at him. Wow. Thank you. Look at all those mask-wearing douchebags. Look at all those mask-wearing numbnuts. Oh, kids wearing. Oh, he's not wearing a mask. Look at. Wow. Wow. There's a hundred people in here. Oh. Oh, thank you. I love your sign. I love your sign. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. I'm overwhelmed. There's a hundred people in here. All of them are mask wearing douchebags who probably wear their mask in their cars by themselves, but I'm not masked up. Thank you. Thank you so much for sending me back to Washington, D.C. so I can continue to be a scumbag and not represent the people fairly. Thank you. Oh, thank you. A hundred people. Really, Adam Schiff? Really? I can go anywhere in this country tomorrow, announce that I'm there and get more than a hundred people. I could go anywhere. I could go to Louisiana. I could go to Oklahoma. I could go to Australia and announce that I'm coming and get more than 100 people, you scum-sucking loser. Man, I hate that man. I don't hate him. I don't hate him. But boy, do I seriously dislike that guy. While we're driving through Numbnut City real quick, I'm sorry, Crispy, we might be a little late. I've got to show you another video of this trans woman, really just a man with nether regions. Watch how offended he gets. When somebody, oops, hold on. Did I lose it? No, here we go. Watch how offended he gets when he's asked at a congressional hearing at a judiciary committee if he has a penis or not. I mean, it's a valid question, right? You said that you're a trans woman. A trans female, yes, ma'am, sir. Do you have a penis? <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> you're the one. You're the one that brought that into the discussion. You said that you're a trans woman. A trans female, yes, ma'am, sir. Do you have a penis? <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. Yeah. You're the one. You're the one that brought that into the discussion. You said that. You- <laughs> Do you have a penis? Oh. No! Oh! Says Jabba the Hutt behind her. Look at this. Look at this no-neck Jabba. Oh, no, that's offensive. It's offensive to say you have a penis? Are you kidding me? Eli said, I mean, it's a phallic question. Phallic question. Wow, ladies and gentlemen, look. Eli, tell Crispy uh, we're just going to be about a minute late. Tell him you'll tell him when to start his uh, thing here in a minute because I just got to <laughs> I got to uh, I got to promote Field of Greens here, ladies and gentlemen. I got to promote Field of Greens. Look, I noticed something this morning. I've been on Field of Greens for a good six months now, and I've still am being affected by it. It is still cleaning me out. So I reached out uh, to the, to the doctors here that 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 I first spoke to when I when Field of Greens came on as a sponsor, and I said. Why am I still like, why do I still smell the way I smell? Like, why does my sweat smell? Why does my bathroom breaks, is best way I can say it, smell like I did when I first started this stuff? And you know what the response was? Number one is because you keep putting toxins into your body and you keep needing to be uh, purified and cleansed, number one. But number two, the amount of toxins that you've put in your body your whole life are so many and they are in there so much that for Field of Greens to clean you out, it would take a good year to get rid of all the toxins that you put in your body. If you stopped putting toxins in 
today. That is how bad, that's why we get cancer. That's why we're riddled with disease. That's why we can't fight off anything. Because our immune system is so weakened by the amount of toxins that just live in our body for years and years and years. So the first thing that Field of Greens does is clean out your lymph node system. Very powerful stuff, folks. Very powerful stuff. Go to fieldofgreens.com. Join us. Join the cleansing that is Field of Greens. It's pure organic superfood from the ground to the jar. All the, all the uh, serving of field, uh, vegetables and fruits that you need in a day. Fieldofgreens.com. Now, I want to leave you with this. I thought this video was interesting. I absolutely love Cliff Netchel. Cliff Netchel to me is an inspiration. I look up to Cliff Netchel. He goes around the colleges in this country to universities and he preaches the word of God. Watch the way these soy boy losers and these binary, non-binary, gender, gender fluid, cisgender, all these crazy people, watch the way they react when they ask Cliff Netchel, who's a bold man, if he's friends with racists. Check this out. We're all human beings created in the image of God and God loves all of us. <laughs> you just said you had racist buddies? Yes, I have racist friends. Oh, okay. And wait, 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 wait. No, and what do you think I say to my racist friends, guys? You shouldn't be friends with them, though. Oh, I see. So because you're racist, we can't be friends. Yes. Are you Absolutely, yes. yes. Yeah. No, you guys are part of a cancel culture that doesn't understand grace and forgiveness. I have friends who have been sexist, who are racist, who are homophobic. I have skinhead friends. I have atheist friends. I have agnostic friends. I have friends who have date raped. I have friends who've done all types of evil. And I plead with them. I love you. I'm concerned about you. Please come to Christ and allow Christ to change your life. And I don't look into the face of a white racist and say, you're a piece of dirt and I don't want to be with you. No, I plead with them. No, I shouldn't. Jesus never treated anybody that way. That's, that's contradictory. No, it's not. God would not forgive that. God no, would not, not forgive that, Let me explain. Says. It's a great question. Man, do you think I've ever sinned? Good, you're right. You're, you made a great point. Do you think I've ever sinned? Do you think I've ever done evil? Yeah. Yeah. Well, then why should Joshua be my friend? If I've done evil, why should Joshua be my friend in your cancel culture? Please? We're all human beings. Boy, he dropped some knowledge bombs on those young non-binary, don't know what they are, cisgender morons, didn't he? Didn't he? Boy, he dropped some Jesus on them, didn't he? Amazing. Cliff Netchel. You guys should check him out. Anyway, Eli, tell Mike Crispy to start. Folks, I am so very sorry. Crispy Critters, I know. I know you want to watch Mike, and I'm sorry. So let's just get right to it. There are right ways. There are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I love you guys. Thank you. I thank you for allowing me to go late. Mike Crispy's starting right now. You're not going to want to miss it. Please rumble every show as as if it is mine. God bless each and every one of you. Remember to keep your families close. Always keep a smile on your face. And remember, always spread that gospel. Peace.
long as I'm bleeding, I'ma never stop screaming that we first in America.